today to worship. Let us pray. Lord of all, we thank you for giving your all to include us in your love. Help us to follow your example and to take up our cross and follow you. Make us ready to receive and welcome all who come to us, so that they too may see Jesus. Amen. We come to praise God, so let us join in our first hymn, Praise is Rising.
We come to God as we offer our prayers of adoration and confession. Let us pray. Yours, Lord, with the arms stretched wide on the cross, a welcome to all in the midst of your agony. You with the arms spread in blessing after the resurrection. Crucified Lord, risen Lord, we adore you in your pain and in your victory. You're welcome ever the same, gathering us to you and blessing us, enfolding us in your loving embrace. Amen. Our prayer of confession. Lord, forgive us for not welcoming others as you do, for looking askance at the stranger in our midst. We confess that we are quick to note the differences between ourselves and others, but you treat all people the same. Forgive us for revelling in the presumed privilege of being your children. Help us to break down barriers to you we cannot keep to ourselves. Help us to welcome unconditionally all who seek you and to take your welcome wherever we go, to be church without walls. Amen an assurance of forgiveness. God, thank you for welcoming us back, no matter what we have done, for that initial embrace that welcomed us, though we were sinners, for the forgiveness that greets us every time we turn back to you. Help us to embody your forgiveness in our dealings with one another and with those who do not yet know you. May our welcome be a sign of the greater welcome that comes from you. Amen. We are assured of forgiveness. We are assured of God's love through Jesus' sacrifice, through his resurrection, for his being. So we come together once more in song. Lord, you sometimes speak in wonders. Only the 
Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 31 to 34, a new covenant. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant that I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, a covenant that they broke though I was their husband, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall they teach one another, or say to each other, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. John chapter 12, verses 20 to 33. Some Greeks wish to see Jesus. Now among those who went up to worship at the festival were some Greeks. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew. Then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, 
The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Those who love their life lose it, and those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there will my servant be also. Whoever serves me, the Father will honour. Jesus speaks about his death. Now my soul is troubled, and what should I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it is for this reason that I've come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven, I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd standing there heard it and said that it was thunder. Others said, An angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, This voice has come for your sake, not for mine. Now this is the judgment of the world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death he was to die. May God bless the reading of his word. Amen. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. They are some words of Jesus. The Bible is a story of God's relationship with his people. Throughout its written history, we learn that people often went their own way. They tended to forget about God, or may even have decided that God had forgotten about them. Nothing seems to change. It is sometimes so easy to think that God is not there for us, especially when times are difficult. And at the moment, things are very difficult for a great many people. In this lockdown and through this pandemic, some of us may have felt one or more of these emotions. Sorrowful, trapped, isolated, frustrated, forgotten, useless, bored, worried, fearful, or any other number of negative emotions. But do those emotions, those thoughts and feelings make us feel that God is not there for us? Or do they have the opposite effect of enabling us to feel his presence close by? We will all feel differently and we will all have different answers because we are all individual people. I believe that God is close by even when he feels far away, like I admit he does to me at the moment. I, however, know it is me who has put in the separation through neglect of prayer and not God. Going back in history, Jeremiah was a prophet chosen by God to speak to the people of Judah, a people who were under threat by the Babylonians. The people of Israel had long been overthrown and spread throughout different lands by the Assyrians. 
and this meant that Israel was no longer a nation during Jeremiah's ministry. Yet Jeremiah speaks about the renewal of the covenant of, that God made to both Israel and Judah. He says that God will call his people back to himself and that his law will be written in their hearts. The term written in their hearts sounds like it would be a much closer, a much more personal covenant and relationship than had previously been. The people knew that during Moses' time, God had rescued them from slavery and had given them new lands in which to grow and flourish. These lands had now been taken away from them by the Assyrians. And the people felt once more that they were outside God's promise. Yet here is God through Jeremiah, making the promise of a new deeper covenant to come. Not simply of returning to their previous land, but having a much deeper relationship with God. We recognise the fulfilment of this promise through the birth, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, his son. Jesus said, I will draw all people to myself. Talking with his disciples, Jesus makes this statement and this promise. And when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. The disciples knew the history of God's covenant with the people of Israel and Judah and believed that Jesus was the one who would fulfill this promise. But how would Jesus do this? Jesus had a definite appeal to people. His disciples had left everything to follow him in order to learn about God from him. We heard read, now among those who went up to worship at the festival were some Greeks. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. People sought out Jesus. They either approached his disciples or followed where Jesus was going. People even found him when he went to more isolated or solitary places. Is the same true today? Do people still seek out Jesus? It may feel like we want to answer no to this question, but I believe we would be wrong if we did. We should be answering yes. We know that the younger generations, people under 50, are not coming to church and haven't been coming for, for years. Does this tell us that people are rejecting God? Or should it tell us that maybe we are not putting forward Jesus' story in a way that is relevant to people today? Our worship, and I speak of someone called to preach, does not seem to reach past the walls of our church buildings. The church and people of faith are rarely spoken about in the media, unless of course there is a scandal. People still need to hear the word of God through Jesus. In order for them to hear it, we need to speak out so that Jesus' message can be heard and recognised deep in the heart of people. I still remember the feeling of peace that came upon me when I first recognised Jesus. I was at a local businessmen's fellowship meeting and I admit I did not want to be there. My mum had insisted that I go with them. 
Even today, I could not tell you who was speaking or what was said. My memory is simply that when somebody gave a call for people to stand if they wanted Jesus in their lives, I stood. Later that night in the quiet of my room, I prayed. Jesus, if you are real, let the Spirit come into my life to be my help and my guide. Nothing much changed in life around me. The people were still the same. But I had begun to change inside. I now felt a sense of peace. I will draw all people to myself. How does, how does Jesus draw people to himself today? I know that Jesus drew myself to him and I'm sure he has drawn many of you. He uses different people and many different ways to do this. Each is relevant to the receiver of the call. Some of you will have known and recognised Jesus in your life as far back as you can remember. Others, like myself, will have been drawn to him sometime later in life. We are the people who have been drawn to Jesus and have received of his spirit. So it is up to us to reflect the spirit into the world around us so that others can hear, see and receive Christ's love and peace into their lives. The challenge, and, challenge of enabling this isn't easy. It never was, nor ever has been. But Jesus has shown us how. We know he had fellowship with his disciples and taught them about God. That he went in the syn into the synagogues to worship on the Sabbath day. And that during the week he continued to teach them and show them how to pray. About God, about how to reflect God and about how to trust in God. We have fellowship with each other, but do we trust Jesus? Do we trust in our own faith? Do we trust that we can make a difference and reflect our love to Jesus, to those who do not know him? The good news is that Jesus will find a way to draw people to himself. And that may include you and me in doing this. Are we ready for that challenge? The thought of challenge may seem scary, or even impossible, but with Jesus' spirit with us, it is amazing what we can do. We need to be open to the possibilities of what we of what can be achieved. We are living through some very hard times at the moment. Many have lost loved ones, some due to COVID, others in other ways. We have not been able to spend time with family that is much needed in remembering and celebrating the lives of our loved ones. Some people are simply sleeping their days away because there is little to keep them occupied or engaged in life. And as well as going through difficult times, there have also been times for celebration. Children have been born, marriages have taken place, lives have been saved and we still have life to live and to enjoy. We will not always be in lockdown and there will be better times ahead. Times when you may see those new grandchildren or great grandchildren you haven't yet been able to see. 
and time to renew relationships with people you have had to stay separate from. My family have had a really mixed experience during this pandemic, as I'm sure many of you have. We have had loss, but we have also had gain. Our oldest son and his fiancée married just before the second lockdown came into being in November. It was a wedding that very nearly didn't happen. They were due to marry on the 7th of November and lockdown was brought in on the 5th. With less than a week to go, they and everyone else involved were able to adapt to the change of date at very short notice. So there was a small celebration with only 15 people allowed to attend. But that gave the wedding a very intimate feel and was a special and personal time for all who attended. The bride and groom will celebrate with a wider group of friends and family when the pandemic is over and life has settled down. My son, though brought up in a Christian home, did not have the faith until he met the lady who was later to become his wife. After university, life had been difficult for him and he returned home to try and help sort out his life. It was a short while after coming home that he met his partner and she was a lady of faith. It was through her life and love that Christ drew our son to himself. None of us know when Christ will make himself known to the people around us. We just have to hope and pray that he does. Through the good times and bad times, Jesus is with us. We are not alone for he has called us to himself and he will not leave us. We are rapidly approaching Easter, which is the main celebration in the Christian calendar. It is a time we recognise that God has fulfilled his promise to his people. Through Jesus, God has renewed the covenant promise spoken of through Jeremiah hundreds of years before. A way has been opened so that all people can have a deep and personal relationship with him should they choose to accept his invitation through Jesus' sacrifice. As we move towards Easter, may our hearts be renewed and refreshed and opened to his call. Knowing of Jesus' sacrifice, resurrection and ascension, may we be willing to be the ones who Jesus can use to continue his work to draw all people to himself. Thanks be to God for his covenant promise that he is our God and we are his people. For he will and does draw people to himself. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. We come together to sing once more. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.
let us come together as we offer our prayers for others. Let us pray. Gracious God, we are blessed in our community. We have each other. We are blessed in our sanctuary. We have our tradition and our memories. We are blessed in you. We have your love and support. There are many who have no community, who have no sense of belonging, no one with whom they can identify. For all such we pray. There are many who have no sanctuary, no place of tradition and no sense of where they come from, no place of memory or shared experience, of joy or sorrow, of sadness and happiness. For all such we pray. There are many who have no sense of your otherness or of your closer presence who walk life's road placing their trust in limited human resources, others who have confidence only in themselves, for all such we pray. Lord of life, the accompanier of all journeys, make yourself known in a gentle word, a welcoming smile, an opening hand, a comforting touch, even in the breaking of bread and wine, so continue to journey with us until travelling days are done and we find ourselves in that place of many mansions. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let us say together the prayer our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. We have a Lord who gives hope, hope to us and hope to others. So let us come and sing of that hope, Lord of all hopefulness, Lord of all joy. Let us sing.
as this time of worship comes to an end, let us pray. Welcoming God, thank you that out of your great love, Jesus offers a welcome and friendship, reaching out to all people. Help us to follow his example. Teach us to consider the needs of others, even when this means a challenge for self. Bless us as we meet with others day by day. Give us a spirit of welcome and of friendship as you welcome us. Help us to welcome those whom you send to us. Amen.